Blog Talk Radio. My name is Yvonne, the Motivator Man, and you're listening to Let's Talk About It on the Hilltop Radio Show. This is the show that gives you the hot topics in a cool way. From 8 p.m. to 10 p.m., knocking the hump out of your Wednesday with classic R&B, along with a whole lot of motivation to send you smooth into the weekend. Good guests, great talk. Please call in at 516-453-9110. Ask questions, make statements, or just chat. Make sure you watch your mouth and your comments. Because me and DJ Sean, we talk back. Yes, sir, we talk back. Hey, everybody. Good evening, good evening. It is Yvonne, the motivated man. And it's Wednesday, y'all. And it's talk about it. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. And DJ Sean, how you doing? How you doing? I'm good. I'm here. Okay. <laughs> I'm good. I'm here. I was yeah. expecting a little more peppy because usually I'm the one dragging on a Wednesday. That's been a long week. It's been okay. a long week. Still I, and I know you've been working hard too because I've been seeing some stuff online. Um that's going on. So I'm just going to say congratulations. Thank you. Uh, and uh, an order for you. And um, I just look forward to all of the stuff that you're doing. And no, you nosy people, we're not telling you yet, okay? You will find out with everybody else. Um, yeah. My guest tonight is a young man who followed his dream um, of being on the silver stage. Uh, and before he comes on and he tells us about his story and a, a lot of the things that he's doing, just want to talk to you about your dreams. A lot of us, especially if you're a people of a certain age and you had dreams when you were younger and unfortunately they didn't happen to come to fruition, we let them go, you know. But you're never too old to start, you know, dreaming again. You're never too old taking that dream and making it a goal and then taking that goal and making it into reality. So I just want you to think about um, a moment, what it is you really want to do, and then think about how you can get that done. You know, a lot of us are working. I can't say a lot of us. I love my um, 10 to 6 uh, job that I have. Of course, I'd like to put all my efforts into being behind the mic, but right now that's not what I can do. But Many people are working a nine-to-five, and they hate it, and there's things that they would want to do outside of that, but they tell themselves, I would if I could. Well, you know, remove I would if I could out of the sentence and just say, I will when I can, and I'm going to make that can pretty soon, and just live your dream. Just do it. You, you get one life. You don't get to come back. You know, nobody gets out of this alive, newsflash. New so if you want to take that trip, you know, you've been saving for it, take it. Um, you want to go back to school, go back to school. You want to start a business, start the business. You want to write the book, 
by all means, Amazon, Lulu, I can't even tell you how many people are, you know, just publishing books <laughs> like crazy. Um, and that's a, uh, a segue into my new book, Designated Survivor, Beauty of Your Ashes. Go to lulu.com and you can check it out. You know, the topic of the week is, uh, I believe, Andrew Lester, I mean, Andrew Lester, the 84-year-old um, man who decided to shoot a young black male, 16 years old, his name is Ralph, as he went to the wrong house to pick up his siblings. Now, um, the elderly white gentleman says that he was frightened because of the young boy's size and he put his hand on the door. This young man is 16 years old, was shot in the head and I believe the arm, and he was able to run away. And his uh, his information that he gave is that I didn't even get a chance to open the door. I just walked up the steps and was shot, just shot. Um, I bring this up because there's just too many of our children that have stories like that. We have a young man here on Long Island that's missing. This young boy right here shot. Our children are under attack. I can't even tell you how many young girls are missing right now. Our children are under attack. So parents, please um, teach your children some street safety if you haven't so, already. So wait you, a minute. I, uh-huh. I'm sorry. He's walking up the steps because he's at the wrong house by mistake. And he gets shot. Yeah, you didn't see that. Yeah, the man. He I, not, I, he, I, I've seen the pictures, but I didn't know yes. how. It, I thought it was from the pole, you know, being uh, shot by the police. So it was okay. All right, gotcha. No, All right. it was the homeowner, and um, he was shot in the head first, and so, so he, he turned he, around. So he was trying to kill this kid. Right. He he turned around to run away, and he shot him as he was running away, and he got him in the back. And uh, the young man's name is Ralph, and his mom says he speaks when he has to, but he spends most of his time crying. And that's probably because he's reliving this scene in his head and realizing I could have died, and it was just because I went to the wrong house trying to pick up my younger brothers and sisters. I was doing a big brother job. This kid is an honor student. The parents said never had any trouble out of this kid. And Missouri is one of those stand your ground states. Uh, basically, the day it happened, he was arrested and released. And now I believe he's back in custody. And people in Missouri are saying, Oh, yeah, it's sad what happened, but he's 84 years old. Well, if he was a black man that shot a white kid, you wouldn't have to worry about him being 83 years old because they would have burnt out his house and they would have killed him on his front step. Got to be honest. You know, come on. Got to be honest. But because he's 84, he's 84 years old. He's had 84 years to hate black people. This kid is 16 years old. I'm looking at the picture of uh, the 84-year-old gentleman, and I know he might be elderly, but he looks like a man of a certain size. 
You know, he doesn't look like he's five foot two, 110 pounds. And I think this was just, why is this black kid in my yard? He's probably trying to steal something. Let me go get my gun. And because he was a young black kid, that's the first thing he thought about. He didn't think about, who's this kid? Why is this kid here? What's going on? You know? Um, like I said, our children... So they'll find everything in the world to make it look like the young black teenager was in the wrong instead of this white man in the wrong. Okay. Got it. Of course. Of course. Here on Long Island, we've been sharing. I've been sharing it myself. A young man that's missing, unfortunately, on Long Island. We have a lot of gang violence. You know, we're praying for his parents. We're praying for this young man that he is found. You know, that, that he finds them. We're not even talking about not one, but two young women went on vacation with who they thought were friends, and they one ended up dying. The other one was beaten so bad that she may lose sight in one of her eyes. But the, these are your friends. So now not only do you have to teach your children street smarts, Keep your wits about you. Always go out in the crowd. Never go out of this house alone. Always be in pairs. Always be ready to run. That's what I was taught. But now, make sure you know who your friends are. Because this one little girl said, we just all went, I forgot where they went. We just all went together. We were friends. And they say to me, hey, do you want to fight? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And next thing you know, somebody sucker punches her. So evidently, this must be the new thing amongst mean girls. You know, you take one girl out that thinks that she's your friend, and then you guys just beat up on her. Well, you know what? God loved the mother of the little girl that got beat up. Because I don't think that I could have told that story so calmly. Well, I know I would have told that story, and I would have had on black and white stripes. Because by the time the police got there, all of them girls would have been screaming for help. Every last one. So, um, but it, it, it's really sad. It's bad enough that adults are preying on our children, but our, our children are preying on each other. So the thing is, what is going on right now in our society, in our world? And as adults, how can we stop this? How can we turn this around? Because at this point, this is crazy. Sean, do you have daughters? Oh, yeah, I got two of them and four granddaughters. Oh, so can you imagine your daughter saying, hey, Dad, I'm going to Mexico with my girlfriends, and you're like, hey, have a good time. And you get a phone call that something happened to her with the from the people that was with her. Somebody. Well, by the time I get done, Mexico won't be the same. And unfortunately, Mexico wanted them to come to the United States so that they could get persecuted to the full extent of the law. The United States, they're not pressing charges. So my yeah. question was, why do you leave them in Mexico? First of all, there's no worse jail than a Mexican jail. And if they were tried in Mexico, it would have been life sentences. And once again, America, the United States, wants to go soft on crime. So before anybody says, well, you know, she's talking about the black guy and the white guy, 
um, the young man that's missing on Long Island is Spanish, and I happen to be a black woman. And the black woman that was murdered in DR was murdered by black folks. So some of this can be race, and some of this is just plain old softness of our country. Why is it that these kids aren't being persecuted for this girl's death? All she did was think she was hanging out with friends, and you took her life. On a brighter note, a woman happened to graduate, right, from college, and her son surprised her with a hookah dance. So now hookah, if I'm not mistaken, is Polynesian and or Samoan. So if I'm wrong, y'all can always hit up Man 7 at gmail.com and let me know. But at his mom's graduation to honor her with a suit on, homie did the dance of their culture. Isn't that something? You know, she's graduating, he's dancing, he's telling her mom, I love you, what a great job you did. Now, here's something for all of us naturalistas, right now my hair is in in braids, but most of you that know me know that um, I do have a fro, and 95% of the time it's a blue fro if it's not a, a gray weave. Um, Louisiana has the woman with the largest afro. Isn't that something? The lar- and this is her third time winning this honor, and I think they're saying it's five feet. And if you go online, I'm sorry, it is 9.84 inches tall. That's a lot of hair to have on one head. But you know what? I salute you, homegirl, for your natural hair and that big old fro. Um, I do have some hair goals. That's just not it. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Do we have any birthdays to celebrate? Today, DJ Sean, do you have anybody's birthday you want to shout out in particular? No, nobody I know of. Okay, well, we have, for those of you who like to laugh, we have Dudley Moore. Yeah. And then we have, from way back when, James Mansfield. Okay. We have Jeremy Hutchison, okay, if any of you guys know those people. Um, I don't have anybody that I know, and particularly, but I just, oh, Tommy Lee, Dave Kushner, Lauren Gray. So happy birthday to all of those people. And I'm just waiting for my guests to call in tonight so we can start this party off right by any chance. Is he on the line, DJ Sean? No. Okay, can we have a song then? And we'll see if we can get him on the line. How about that? All right. All righty. <laughs>
Soul Radio Music Film Conference, August 17th through the 20th at the Airport Double Tree Hotel. Record labels, artists, filmmakers, media, actors, DJs. This is the largest networking event this year. Thursday, August 17th, official kickoff. Entertainment Mixer with registration 11 to 5 Eastern. And the meet and greet 7 to 11 p.m. Friday the 18th. Registration 1 to 7 Eastern. The breakaway session for music meets film. The deal is on the table with film premieres 9 to 4. And Friday night, the exciting artist showcase. Saturday the 18th, radio breakout sessions from 9 to noon. Your ambassador, also moderator, television star, Emmanuel Webster Lewis. Featuring the new Legacy Youth Workshop, Back to Basics, Marketing and Record Promotions. The Actors Workshop, covering auditions 12 to 4, then 7 p.m. to 11.30. Hit the red carpet for the five-star dinner and keynote speaker with honorees presentation. Sunday, 9 to 11, the Gospel Brunch with keynote speaker and closing ceremony. What you need to know on Eventbrite.com under the Southern Soul Radio and Music and Film Conference. Powered by Brimstone Music and Black Global Group. Welcome back. I'm your host, Yvonne, the Motivator Man. You're listening to Let's Talk About It. And listen, that Bobby Brown song really made me laugh. I don't know, DJ Sean, if you did that on purpose, but I just saw a video today of Bobby Brown uh, being a little bit out of breath and having to walk off off the stage during a song. And you know what? As we get older, we can't do what we did when we were younger, so... I want all of the older entertainers, just entertain us. We don't want you to do the dances you used to do. Heck, we can't do the dances we used to do. So just, just sing the song. We just we just glad you you still here with us. That's that's all. DJ <laughs> Short, did you see the video? Yeah, so he's been doing it the whole the whole, the whole tour. Yeah, but <laughs> the homie had to run off. I was like, oh lord, oh lord. So without further ado, my guest, all you guys have been waiting for, it is Brandon Showtime Gilbert. Welcome to yo, the show, yo, yo, Brandon. Yo, 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 what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? And if you guys are wondering, okay, who is this? If you watch, and we should be together. <laughs> if you watch P Valley, the DJ, DJ Never Scared. That's Brandon Showtime Gilpin. If you saw the movie, know, I'm in the building. Uh, I'm if in the you saw building, the, what's if you saw the movie, respect the young man in the yeah. blue suit that they tried to make you think that possibly that was the children of her father. That is Brandon Gilpin. I think he's Ronaldo on Blackish. And that's just to name a few. And I believe he has a new record out, but he'll be able to tell you all that good stuff himself. Hey, Brandon, welcome. Hey, hey, hey. What's up? What's up? What's up? I'm glad to be here. Thank you. And I thank you for the wonderful introduction, you know. I feel so loved. I feel so special. I to listen to Bobby Brown. Woo. And we can be together in the kind of weather <laughs> like that. Listen, I saw you online singing this song, uh-huh. and I was like, wait a minute, that voice sounds familiar. So I had to do some investigation, uh-huh. and you have a song out now. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I got a few songs out um, oh, most oh. Uh, recently. Most recently, um, I got a song called Unusual out now, um, and I got a song called um, Party All the Time, um, Let Us Party, 
um, that's all on Spotify, on Apple Music, and all of that stuff. So y'all can go check that out. Okay. Um, when you start singing, you know, you know, it was there. It's always been in there. I used to, I used to be up in the church singing all the time, and you know, the best singing comes from in the shower. So those are one of those, one of those things. It's like, all right, I can do this too. Add it to my arsenal. Okay, well, tell us, when did you know that the stage is where you wanted to be? Um, I was four and a half, almost five, to be precise. Uh, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I was at um, I was at my sister's dance recital, um, and she was a year, she's a year older than me. I was at her dance recital, and intermission it came on during the dance recital, um, and they were playing music, and, you know, so everybody could listen to it and wait till the show comes back on, and there was a song, I can't remember the exact song, but there was a song playing, and I just got up on, I just jumped up on stage, and, you know, I started doing my thing, and from then, you know, I just knew that this is what um, I'm going to do forever, whatever it is, I'm going to be up on somebody's stage singing some songs, dancing, or something, so, and, you so know, you, sometimes so you, you know. So you really started dancing, and everything else evolved from there. For sure, I definitely started my started off my career as a dancer. Um, uh, so, yeah. I remember uh, your graduating year. You had uh, put together a dance, an anthem for yes, Amityville. I did. Yes, I did actually. That's exactly what I did because. I just love being able to dance and being able to show my, show my creativity through my art form. And um, I think dancing was one of the most collaborative um, art forms that we could have done at the time, mm-hmm. um, especially for everybody to be involved, you know what I mean? And, you know, everybody be doing dance challenges in 2000, 2017, 18. People are still doing them now. Like TikTok is taking over on what we do with dance challenges and stuff like that. So I decided, you know, um, there was all these dance houses out, and I'm like, yo, we should make one just for us, solely for us, and it ended up becoming a thing. And you know, and there's still people, still people, still listen to that song to this day, and still do the dance challenge. So, it definitely, yeah, that um, that year there were other uh, high schools that were adapting that same dance routine because they were like, oh my goodness, this is what you did for your senior class, and when they showed it online. You know, sometimes you get some participation. This mm-hmm. whole auditorium was up on their feet screaming. It was phenomenal. Yeah, like, yeah, yep. that, that, that was the most that was the, that was the funnest part for me because um, I never really had nothing like that before, and so um, like just like everybody like. Like screaming my name, you know what I mean? Like they 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 screaming. <laughs> I've been in, in crowds where they screamed, um, scream, you know, just screamed and it was it, but like screaming my name only, like that that was that was nice. And it was like, yo, everybody was like, show Tom, show show Tom, and I'm like, ah, yeah, yeah, we we made something special. Now you went to performing arts school while you were in high school, am I correct? Yes, I went to a performing arts high school um, my senior year, um, Long Island High School for the Arts. Um, and so, um, yes, I, I did that. Um, 
I only did that my senior year because I didn't know about it my junior. I didn't know about it all through high school um, until my senior year, so that's when I decided to go. Um, and and that's a shame because every teacher knew how talented you were, and it's like uh, nobody knew to direct you there. Yeah, I'm hitting you, Amityville, right over the head. Mm-hmm. He ain't got to say it. I will. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. And um, it was it was because my my best friend Christian, who who actually I went to the school um the year before, but I thought I I didn't know it was for um for everybody. I thought it was more for singing, and so that's why you know I didn't really pay much attention to it in um in the initiate. But then when I found out like oh it's a whole performing arts high school. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I, I want to go. So I applied, got in, um, applied, got in, and, you know, it, from mm-hmm. there on, it's just been an amazing experience, a part of my journey. So, and I definitely appreciate them for that. A graduate of Morehouse, he got a brick up in the house. What? You know what I mean? I got a, <laughs> got a brick up in the Morehouse. You know, so um, that's also that, and that's where I went after. That's where I went after that. Um, I went to Morehouse straight after um, performing arts high school in Amityville, and um, that was that was uh, that was that was it. That was my journey. And your first, I want to say, four months there. Tell us all the stuff that you did because you hit the ground walking. You know, I'm sorry, running. Oh, for it sure. wasn't walking. You hit the ground no, running no, your first semester. For sure, you know, you know. Once you put me in a little space, I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna hunt. You know, I'm gonna make sure um, I get the most out of whatever the situation is. So my first, um, my first, my first month, two months into Morehouse, um, I got my internship with um, the Quad on BET, um, which was an amazing experience. I got to learn everything behind the scenes of what it was like to be on a television show, um, on the production side of a television show. Um, in terms of writing, directing, um, uh, whoever sets up the deal, wardrobe, um, well, casting, it's, it, it's, it's a lot. It's not just what people think it is, oh, yeah, somebody write it, somebody direct it. Nah, it's like writers, direct, like, it's just location scouts. You have to figure out who's going to, you know what I mean? It's, 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 it's more than, it's more than what 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 people would would expect to see. Who's doing the marketing? Who's doing PR? Who's doing? Um, it's just like it's it's so much, and I got to uh, learn and experience um, all of that, and I couldn't I couldn't have been more grateful for that. Um, so yeah, that was my fir- that was my first um, experience on a real set of being television. I'm like, yeah, this is this is where I'm supposed to be. Um. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. That that was that was the first four, that was the first three months, and I and I spent three months on that. Um. So I spent three months in that internship from October to January. October to uh to January. Yeah. That was that was that was the one I had. So. Now for your time Hello? at um uh uh-huh, I'm here your time at uh, more at your time at Morehouse you did quite a few things right and uh, just um, give us a little bird's eye view God has been good to me so I I, I have definitely done a, a plethora of things over at Morehouse um within my sec 
within my, my first year, I did the internship, and then, you know, I started uh, networking with different people, started connecting with different folks, and being a part of, you know, what they had going on and learning different things. Uh, I um, was able my second year to, to um, get, a, get an agent out there in, in Atlanta, and uh, getting an agent really um, helped me grow and help me um, understand um, what the business looked like from their from their aspect, and they they helped me out in terms of what I should be doing, um, getting better headshots, resumes, all that stuff, putting me in uh, some classes. And I was also in um, while I was at Morehouse, I was taking theater, so I, I did a lot of acting classes. I did a lot of um, theater acting classes. I did a lot of it was it, film classes, television classes. I did. I've been just absorbing information, and my second year of school, I was able to put that to use when I booked P Valley. Um, I booked P Valley my second semester of my sophomore year, so I was only in I was only in Morehouse three years before. About two two uh, one year in, in in a semester before I was able to um, um, use what I use what I've learned. And then again, I'm still still learning each and every single day. Um, so I take pride in that, and it's um, it, it, it's fun, yeah. So I, I booked you out of that year, and, and things have been looking up for me ever since. I'm laughing because it seems like you worked more than you went to school. So it was like, well, how was oh. he studying? Because homie is always on on TV or, or or some screen or whatever. So that must have been like really kind of hectic. Your schedule for your rehearsals and filming, and then also you still had to do your classwork. For sure. Um, what's funny about it is, I was like the OG of virtual school. You know what I mean? Like people, <laughs> but people, you know, during the pandemic, we 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 went to school online. But people don't know that I was basically going to school, because I worked it out with my teachers. I was like, yo, listen to me. I understand we got working classes and stuff to do. But um, I'm over here filming this TV show, applying what y'all teaching me already. Um, so look out for me. You know what I mean? Make sure, um, make sure I'm all right with what I got going on, please. Um, and then they let me take some of my classes, like, not online per se, but, like, I was um I was I was in class like it it was a it was a tedious process. I just I just communicated with my teachers very well, my professors very well. So um but yeah, I was definitely on on Zoom um a few times during uh, my semester and yeah I I, I can definitely say I do I I know I, I was in school like I didn't miss much from like being there. It's just. It seems like it, but it really wasn't like that. If you're just tuning in, this is Yvonne, the Motivator Man. You're listening to Let's Talk About It. My guest is Brandon Showtime Gilpin, and we're talking about his journey from being a dancer in high school, um, uh, online sensation, to the silver stage. Now, let's go back a little bit. You have a dance that went all the way around the world. And yes, I did. Yes. It was a TikTok sensation. Mm-hmm. And it was the, challenge. 
Yep, light be challenge. And when when you knew you made it, was it when you saw them kids in Korea in Korea um in um Korea doing it? Yeah, no, I, I when I saw them kids in Korea do it, I almost lost my mind. <laughs> I almost lost my mind because I was sitting there like, yo, how did this reach all the way over there? Mm-hmm. And they did it too. Yes, they did. They was they like, was doing, oh, they were doing it like they was doing it better than me. Yes. <laughs> they were throwing down. Oh my, oh my goodness. So he were TikTok sensation. He started dancing. You go to Morehouse. You cultivate your gift. You take your gift by your 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 second year. You're already engrafted into this series that, you know, uh, you know, people have their different perceptions of P-Valley. I myself, you know, I always say your kids will have you do some things that you may not do ordinarily. And um, let me just let this out the bag. I am proud to say Brandon is my godson. So <laughs> I oh, read a... <laughs> I, I, I looked into P-Valley. I said, oh, Lord, I don't want to watch this. And remember I told you, I better not see no skin. And <laughs> <laughs> I ain't seen no I said, no skin. But, you know, as I watched season one, the story um, just evolved so greatly. Um, and people don't really realize the life of exotic dancers. They just think, you know, they're just doing this because they have nothing else better to do. They may be low-life women or whatever, but these jobs for these women were for them to get to their next level. So if you watch sure. the show, Mercedes wanted a dance class, you know, yep. um, uh, Mississippi. M I crooked letter crooked letter I crooked letter crooked letter I humpback humpback I she wanted her own cosmetic line. You know the characters had dreams that they were going after, and there were two scenes yep. that really got me. And one scene was in the beginning of the show, and you hear Mercedes at the top of that pole, and you literally mm-hmm. hear her breathing. And they synchronized sure. her breathing with the background music. I don't know if you noticed right. that. Yep, I remember that scene, yep. And yep. you realized how much it took for her to do what she did on that pole. Mm-hmm. You know, and it wasn't just that I get on this pole and I just swing my butt around. No, mm-hmm. this is this is an art form for me. I put my body in a position so I can do this because this is what's going to get me what I want. And then the second one was when she was let out of jail. And I remember speaking to her and I said, you look like Obama right after he had got Bin Laden. She walked out that jail jail like the the worst thing y'all could have ever do was to let me out. And she's had some struggles along the way as far as, you know, dancing and her body and, you know, uh, her friend that she thought was her friend. And, you know, if you haven't watched P-Valley, go and binge watch it. Now, I know a lot of guys have problems with it 
because they do talk about gay men and they do is, show a gay relationship. But is, yeah. is, a lot of people, this is DJ Show on Nice to Meet You Showtime. I was, up, up, I was hesitant about watching it myself, but then I said, you know what? If it was DMX playing a, playing a scene like that or, you know, mm-hmm. or Beyonce or Jay-Z playing a gay scene, everybody would watch it. You follow what I'm saying? You got to give. So mm-hmm. I learned, what I got learned out of it was it, it's it not only it, it was a bad, a nice show, but also it educated. Gay side Absolutely. and the mm-hmm. you know the nightclub side. So mm-hmm. I recommend guys that think, oh man, are you watching that? Yeah, okay. I, if I can watch it, you can watch it. Yeah. Uncle yeah. Uncle Clifford took the little bit of money he had, and he made the juke joint. That that was his grandmother, mm-hmm. right? His grandmother left him. Yep. And yep. he made that thing. That was that was his inheritance. And that's why he fought mm. for it so hard. And I'm telling you, I don't care. There's only two gay guys that I think are the sexiest gay men in the world. That's Nico and Anthony May. So if Anthony watch, you know how I feel about you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> baby, anytime you won't come on this side, baby. But I mean, he was the sexiest gay man ever. Um, and when he had that little red outfit on with the parasol, I was like, I want that outfit. <laughs> Yes, I want, nah, I want, I want that, that outfit. Yeah, he be having them outfits, man. And and you know, little murder. You know, shout out to little murder. Yeah. You know, shout out to little murder. So. That takes that takes a lot to play that part. Yep. You know, it it yep. it, it shows exactly what a great actor he is. You know, um, and that. Yep. And the end of season two, like all of the stuff that led up, you know, to the climax of season two, I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait until three because I can't even believe y'all did this. Yeah. And then season two. It definitely takes you on that adventure. Yes. And that's what I like about it. You know, season two gave you an inside view into the primary actors and their lives, you know, and then, then they got you back there. Listen, if it wasn't for you, Lil Murder wouldn't have even made it. Yep. <laughs> it's the DJ that put him down, you know. It's the DJ that put him down. So if you guys aren't listening, I mean, if you guys are listening, but you ain't watching P-Valley, watch P-Valley. You know, the money thing, you know, the brothers, you know, it shows you about um, uh, Louisiana and how you have the white and the black that have come together and then the black brother fighting against the white brother for the property that's really his yep. property. I mean, it is a lesson to learn. You know, it it, sure. it, it really is a lesson to learn. It, it's a lesson to learn, and it's just, it's just good storytelling. You know what I mean? You never understand. Like, that's the one thing I really love about P-Valley, um, it really tells unique, authentic stories from 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 people that you never really hear stories from. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, and I think that's one of the most powerful parts of the show. And um, so, yeah, I really appreciate Katori Hall for creating this, mm-hmm. for creating this whole series and 
writing literally every episode and understanding that these people's stories need to be told because, you know, she's pushing the boundaries what what, what TV looks like. Um, and she's yeah. also dispelling myths because everybody thinks that just because you're a stripper, you're going to have sex as a stripper. And that doesn't happen yeah. for every stripper. Now, there are strippers sure. that do it, but there are strippers that aren't. And my daughter was an exotic yep. dancer for about two, possibly three years. And um, I remember at work, somebody brought it up, thought it was funny at an old job, and said, oh, Yvonne, did she teach you how to do a lap dance? I said, I taught that heifer how to walk. You better believe she taught me how to do a lap dance. You want one? <laughs> you want one? And, you know, that shut everything down. But, yeah. you know, I knew that my daughter wanted to pay herself to go to beauty school. And so she was like, okay, if I got to slide down a pole, do a couple lap dances, I'll do this until I get my money to go to beauty school. And she you got to do what you got to do. And I think think it's it's important to, like, that's another, like I said, in in P-Valley, it's important to really tell these stories, like, nah, they're not all, everybody and they're not, you know, what people think they are, you know what I mean? So, it's amazing. And I love, I love the way, even though Nico wears the nails, he wears the lace fronts, there is yep. so much masculinity that he carries with that. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that let a lot of people know that you can be a man and want another man. And yep. you can wear nails and yep. a lace front and still have your yep. masculinity. You know, For sure. um, I think there's a lot of things to learn. So, yeah. we yeah. went through yeah. the so many, I'm, I, I've been shooting this show for the last four years. At four years? No, 2019, 18. Uh, yeah, four years. Last four years. And I'm still learning lessons. So, every day. So, I, if, if I'm learning lessons, there's definitely lessons for everybody in there. Because, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I think it's very important that we all just take time, listen to other people's stories, and, and, and appreciate people for who they are. So we went through your dossier. What is on the horizon for Showtime? What can we look showtime. out for? Showtime. Show Showtime. It's Showtime. What's on the horizon for me is um actually. I don't even I don't think I even told you yet. But um next uh-huh. week uh-huh. the twenty sixth is that seven days from now? That's, yeah, that's actually seven exact days from right now. Um I will be um on this show on Hulu, um, called Saint X. Um it's gonna be on Hulu. I have two episodes on the show, episodes three and episodes four. Mm-hmm. Um that comes out the twenty sixth. I think the first two episodes drop next week. Uh, no, the first three episodes drop next week on the 26th. So everyone go ahead and tune in. It's a really good show. It's a show about um, um, this family that goes to a uh, 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 um, uh, goes to a resort on a on a Caribbean island, um, and one of the daughters gets lost. Now, what's the name of it again? Saint Exit is based off of a book, a New York Times bestselling book. It's based off of so. Um, yeah, it's, it's gonna be a really dope show. I get to, I get to bring the Caribbean man out of me, 
Oh, yes. See, people don't know. This is the true Jamaican <laughs> data. Yeah, Jamaican data. I truly are enough. I truly are enough. I was getting right. I was getting right. Ask him if he had uh, any Caribbean. Uh, in his blood, because I could hear it in by his talking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? You, you, yeah. You know, that's so interesting. People say that, and I, and I don't really, I don't even be noticing. So uh, that's interesting that, that that you were able to to pick that up, pick up on that. Yeah. That's cool. It, it slips out from time to time. It's so funny because um, I've had you since you were twelve, right? And when you came yep. out with that song, "Wipe on Me," I was like, "Oh, wiping what?" And then I had to remember, <laughs> oh, this a grown man. This man is twenty something. Somebody better be wiping. <laughs> but when I heard him, I said, "Wait a minute, hold on, hold on. What we wiping? Hold on now." <laughs> That's funny. That's, That's funny. Yeah. So, a lot of people didn't know that. Like my mother and father are both born and raised in Jamaica. So yeah. Um. So that's why I, I got to I got to show some of that in this um in this show, and I'm really excited about that. This is my first time doing something like that. So that brings me great joy. That's wonderful. Shout out to Mama Showtime, my girl, Allison. Mama Showtime, you got Big up yourself, yep. Mama Showtime, yes. And then we have the siblings. We got, uh, we got the Beast. Siblings, my brother and my sister. We got the Beast, Andrew. Yep. We have our future paleontologist, Aaliyah. We have, and your yes, older yes. sister is going to school to be a doctor, right? Yes, she is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so she's we, been doing good. Yeah. yeah, she's been doing good with that. So that's going to take some time, you know, all that stuff. But, yeah. <laughs> so we shout out oh, to uh, me Jamaican family. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my Jamaican family. family. Yeah, I gotta go get my Cero. I gotta go get. I gotta go get my Cero. So we'll be looking out. We'll be looking out for that um, that new show. Absolutely. And like I said, like I said, I'm really excited for. I'm really excited for because I really get to play something that's completely different from me. Like I'm playing like. Like you, you gonna really see the roots. You be like, oh, that's that's not that's not a little Showtime. That's a grown man and playing a whole another role. Like you, you, it's very, it's very different from everything I've played and who I am and stuff like that. So I, I'm really excited. And like well, I said, I got. That's good. They they're not pigeonholing you in. They're allowing you to spread yeah, your yeah, wings. For sure. And that yeah. that's and like, that, and really like I, yeah that that that's that's the best part too because now I get to really show the world like you know you know as as I ascend in this um in this in this business I I have a I have a strong foundation of talent and work um that people get to see and they be like oh you've done this oh you've done that oh you've done that oh you've done that all right let's see what you do with this now you know what I mean so mm-hmm. that I'm I'm really excited for. That is great. You know, I've told you over and over and over again how proud I am of you. You know, I just always, I always like to see you go higher and 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 just do more. So I'm mm-hmm. just 
excited to see this new show um, come out. Most definitely. Yeah, yeah. Most definitely. So do we have any movies we can look forward to? No movies as of yet. Um, still got some things in the works. Um, so so stay tuned for that, people. Still got some things in the works. Some more music is coming out this, this summer for sure. Um, that's some, some more ways to look, at, look forward to the show and more music to come out soon. And then, um, yeah, and then, then, you know, you can you can watch all my old stuff. Not old. I wouldn't even call it old. I would say stuff that I have completed because nothing's ever old. Something is always new to somebody. Um, so um, you can definitely tune into my previous work, I should call it. Ooh, I like that word. Previous I was going work. to say, you're not even 30 yet talking about my old stuff. Old, yeah. Not, you're not no, even anywhere like, near the old, 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 old anything. All your stuff is yeah, new nah, right now. <laughs> yeah, everything is everything. Every and that's the crazy thing. Everything has been done within the last four years. Um, and we were in COVID for two. Well, we're still in COVID, you know. So, um, once, yeah, it it, it it's just been a ride. Um, but you're so the yeah, only think, person. Yeah, so tune into my previous work. I like like. Like if I was a motivated man, as I call her Miss May, uh, <laughs> my God, mommy said, um, you can tune into Pea Valley. You can tune into Grownish, um, season four, episodes 11, 13, and 11, 14, and 17. Um, you can tune into Grace and Family Christmas. That's on Bounce TV. It's now on Amazon and YouTube. Well, thank so you. you. Can get that. I can finally yes. watch it. Jesus. <laughs> yes, you can finally watch that. It's on Amazon, and I think it's on YouTube. I believe it's on YouTube um, now. It's only what, three bucks, um, so go ahead and tune into that. It's a good family Christmas movie that you can watch with your family. Everybody can tune in, have a good laugh, and learn some lessons about life and stuff in there. Um, yeah, is that. What else I got? I got Blue Blood. Blue right? Blood on CBS. Um, yes. Wonderful cop show. That was, I think that was one of that was the first time I really got to be like super get my get my super dramatic chops in, um, and I appreciated that. So Yako, tune into that season ten, episode eleven. How um, was it to work with no, Tom I'm sorry, Selleck? Season 11, episode 10. How what? was it to work with Tom Selleck? You know what's crazy is I didn't even I didn't get to meet him. Um, I didn't get to work with him because my character didn't interact with um, Tom at oh, all. Okay. But, um, he, I heard a really wonderful thing about uh, about him on set, and so that was that was pretty dope to um to be even be on the same show, like you know what I mean. So um, that's a legend act, legendary actor in the game. So that's one of those people that you know you you're allowed to rub shoulders with, um, you know. And when our time when our crosses when our paths cross again, um, we will you know I would definitely you know. Love to have a conversation with him for real. Um, so um, yeah, it was it was definitely amazing. Okay. Um, um, so what, what what else do I have? Boobas. I did. Da, 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 da. Um, yeah, yeah. That's pretty much. That's pretty much. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. yeah well. Much. Yeah. My, and respect. My, and what? And respect. Ah uh, yes. The young man in the blue suit. The young man in the blue suit. That, that's what we're going to call him. The young yeah, man he, in the blue suit. He didn't have a name. It's the young man in the blue suit. 
That's it. Just go see the movie. You understand the young man. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Brandon, for coming on, being on the show, letting us know what you're doing, how to connect, how to contact you, how to connect with you, and what to keep our eyes on you so that uh, we'll know everything that you're doing. Um, I guess I'll see you the next time you come on home. Mm-hmm. For sure, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, everybody can follow me on the Instagram. All social media is the same as Showtime Brando. S H O W T I M E B R A N D O. Um, and definitely, I definitely want to see when I get back home. Um, okay, I'm in Atlanta right now, so. Um, yeah. All right. Well, I thank you. You have a great, great night. And everybody you as well. make sure love you follow him. I love you, love you, love you. Love you, Mo. All right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. All right, now. Okay, everybody, that was uh, Brandon Showtime Gilpin. You heard all his information. Check out his stuff. Yes, I'm very proud to be that boy's god mommy. And... As I always like to end the show with just a little positivity. As you go through your wake, make through your week, make somebody happy. Just smile. If they don't smile back, that's on them. That's not on you. DJ Sean, take us out with something that's really, really cool. Everybody, peace and blessings. Until next week. Until next week. Don't it seem like Like I'm always there when it matters But missing most of the other time A terrible pattern The rewards I see from working Have made me an addict There's way more people that want it Than people that have it I don't get it I would hate to think I tricked them They fall victim to my system Guess I sure know how to pick them And I'm always a regret Yeah, I'm always a regret And I always make it harder On whoever's coming next It goes up and down It's just up and down She's crying now But she'll laugh again Cause we on the rise And she here with us And expensive shit Just keeps happening And she loves it Stares at me like who does this And we hold hands while I pray That she's not the type to hold grudges I'm wrong Bad boys ain't no good Good boys ain't no fun Lord knows that I